Hi, my name is Alexis and I'm a junior in high school. I'm Aditya and I'm a senior. And this is Class Notes, a podcast where we discuss high school. The good and the bad. The boring and the exciting. The humor and the misery. In one of our last episodes, we interviewed Catherine Guan, the enterprising young founder of KG Classics, a jewelry company on Instagram. Today, we have another bright entrepreneur, Jill Ponencilian, who is the founder of Jill's Private Swim Lessons. Hi, Jill. Hey, guys. My name is Jill, and I've been swimming for 10 years. Okay, Jill. So, first of all, we want to ask you, when did you get this idea to start your own private swim lessons? Actually, I had my fellow friend, Ben Liang. He started his own private lessons, and from that, I also wanted to do my own thing. Can you give us a quick description of how your swim business works? So I have two kids as of now and three more coming in. For each kid, you can either do 30 minutes for a lesson or an hour of lesson. And depending on what age range, so for usually like six and seven-year-olds, I teach them freestyle and backstroke. Older kids, backstroke, breaststroke, and then it gets better. So where do you teach swimming normally? It depends on the student. Usually a lot of them want it at their neighborhood pool, so I'll just drive at their neighborhood pool. I also offer it at Pearland Auditorium, and I can bring them in, and then we can do it there. So how do you advertise your business? Actually, my friend, he used to coach for A-List, which was a free organization that coached for free, but since they're not doing that as much, he got the kids that he used to coach into my swim lessons. What days do you usually work? I can do whatever is flexible to their schedule, but so far I have Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays booked. And how much do you charge? I charge $15 half an hour and then $30 an hour for each kid. Remembering myself, I know a lot of kids who are scared to get into the water the first time. So do you have any tips? I always offer them that, like, they'll get a popsicle if they come in and then listen to their coach. Or we can play for five minutes, those diving toys that you used to play for Wednesdays and lessons. And I give them incentives to do. This is bringing back memories of when I would refuse to get into the pool because I didn't want to get wet. That's so sad. Do any of your kids have aspirations to do competitive swimming in the future? I have a little girl who is seven years old, and she's a really fast winner, and she just eats up whatever I teach her, and she just loves it, and I just see a little bit of me in her, and I just love that little, like, light bulb you see in her head when she finally figures out how to do freestyle right, and it's just really fulfilling to me, and it's super nice, because she's like, I really want to swim, and she's super excited for every single lesson we have. So what is the age range of the kids that you teach? So far, we have six and seven-year-olds, but I can always expand. I'm not confined into any age range. All right, Jill, would you mind telling us a little bit more about your background in swimming? What do you like about it so much? Okay, I've been swimming since I was six years old, I can say, and there's a funny story, actually. My parents said that when we were living in an apartment, I was one years old or two, and I started running into the pool, and I just jumped in, and they were so scared. My dad started running after me, and he got me out of the water, and I was just laughing. And then from there, my parents were just like, you know what? Why not? Let's just put her into swimming. 
And ever since then, I've fallen in love with the sport. It's like the one thing that has kept me sane. It's really like another universe for me where I can be my true self and without like anyone judging me. And I've always swam just for myself and no one else. And ever since, it's been a really great confidence booster and it's always been a part of me. So how have you been able to balance schoolwork and your swimming business? It's been really hard with swimming because I swim for almost six hours every day and on top of like like a seven-hour class, right? But I always find a way to manage because school stress like are obviously really hard on a person, but I believe that with really good time management, you can do best of both worlds. I've been doing it since I was 10, so it's been fun. So how does it feel to be a source of inspiration for young swimmers and to be inspiring that next generation? It's been really self-fulfilling. I remember when I was younger and I would see older swimmers and I'd always look up to them and be like, I really want to be one of them. And then I realized I am one of them now. And it's my duty. And like, as a swimmer who's been through so much, I had to go through emotional pain just to get to reach my goals, especially because I have asthma, and especially because I am 5'1", and so I had to work twice as hard as so many other people to get my goals, like making state and getting freshman of the year and breaking records. It just really has been a rough road, but I'm so happy that I can get back to the sport that has given me so much. Do you think you'll continue your swimming career into college? I am not sure yet. I did look into swimming for college, but I also want to live a life without swimming just because it's been a defining thing for me for the past 10 years of my life. Do you have any favorite moments during your private lessons that you'd like to share with us? My favorite moment is when I was trying to teach a little girl how to foot turn. So I used Ethan as an example. So I have foot turned Ethan, and he almost kicked me in the head, which is really funny. <laughs> and like the little girl was, the little girl got so scared. She was like, "Oh my god, I do not want to foot turn." And I was like, "It'll be okay, just blow bubbles." And I was like, "I'll show you through Ethan." And then Ethan almost kicked my head, and she gets even more scared. And it was just really funny. Jill, flip turns are so hard. I it took me so long to figure out how to do them, and they still scare me. And then I always get water in my nose when I go upside down. Yeah, I just tell them to blow bubbles because they love those little kids love to blow bubbles underwater, and it especially helps for like if water gets in your nose or anything, just blow it out. You know what the hardest thing for me to do in swimming lessons was? It was floating. I couldn't just lay down there and float. I would just sink. A kid who was scared of the water, and he really, like, we had to teach him how to float, right? That's, like, the most basic thing is to float. And it was really hard because he was he didn't want to be let go of. So you can't really know if they know how to float without letting go, right? Mm-hmm. But I just told him, take a nap. You're, like, close your eyes, lay down, and act like you're taking a nap. And you have to be parallel to the water. And so because of um, just just telling him, take a nap, just be relaxed. He floated, so it was really nice to see that. We have to give those kids something that they can relate to, and that will help them learn better. So these tactics that you use to help kids learn, did you like learn this on your own from experience with a younger sibling, or did you just pick up these tricks while learning to teach? Actually, I picked them up when I was as a younger kid. Like I swam when I was six. I just kept learning so much, and I've had multiple coaches and they've even like 
when you're in high school, they'll go all the way back to floating, right? That's weird. You're already in a high-level competition, and they're teaching you how to float. But it all goes back to the basics, like how your body is with the water. And so I just learned a lot through a lot of my coaches and through different clubs that I joined. Tell us a little bit about the challenges you faced. Did you ever have a student who was really struggling? And how did you help that student overcome their fear? Actually, I had a little kid who was really scared of the water. He didn't want to get in, so the first lesson was really difficult. He was a shy kid, really reserved. He didn't talk at all for the first, actually, like, 10 minutes. It was really sad because, like, I remembered how I was younger. And it was, like, pretty, like, scary as a kid. You're in the deep end of the pool. So I just told him that when I was younger, I was scared also, and I related it to him. And also told him that if you swim and listen to your coach, I'll give you a popsicle next time. And he ate that up, and he was like, okay, I'm ready to swim. That would have been me. <laughs> I mean, food is always good. Yeah. The reward itself is learning to teach, like learning how to swim, but you know, those little kids are just like, I want food, I want real rewards. Uh, when did you start your business? Actually, I started in June, and um, I've just been growing ever since, and I will be doing it throughout the year, so if anyone's interested, you should contact me or contact them. Do you have any last things that you want to say to the people who are listening, or last stories that you want to share about your business? I just want to say that no matter what happens, like just keep trying, because I remember as a little kid, and just now... Being short and my physical attributes always went against swimming. And just because you have everything going against you doesn't mean you should give up. Just keep trying and keep going because in the end, it'll all pay off. One last question. How long can you hold your breath underwater? I'm not sure, but I think I did do this with my older brother. I think it was like two minutes or something like that, like a minute or something. I don't know. If you know anyone who is interested in getting swim lessons from Jill, who is an amazing swimmer on the Dawson swim team, just contact us and we can put you through to Jill. And happy birthday, Jill. Thanks, guys.